0: Hello, Leo friends. I'm Annie Botticelli, and welcome to my Leo March 2023 astrology horoscope forecast. I'm calling the theme of the month for Leos nine reasons for Leos to smile big, and we will get to that in a second. This is for you if Leo is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other placement of Leo that you're watching for. What we're going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Leo friend, so around 23 degrees or so through the rest of the sign, around August 15th birthdays to the rest of the sign, then I suggest you additionally listen to my Virgo report because both the Leo and Virgo reports will have pieces for you very late to free friends. All right, so let's just get right into the theme of the month, and we will go from there. This beautiful fire frenzy that you see here, including these two friends who are going to turn into part of the fire crew are nine big reasons to smile okay because all of these aries energies the sun and mercury when they get there later in the month are all going to make the most fabulous aspect in all of astrology with your leo placement lighting you up so blazingly beautiful that it's incomprehensible this is a massive fire frenzy and generally this does not happen in march generally we're kind of dominated by pisces energies we do we will have the sun there Mercury will make a very fast tour through there. Um, and those energies are not fun. Not fun for fire signs. Wow. I am a Sagittarius and I cry like nobody's business in March because all that water, it really is kind of rough. So those things will be there. You'll have some things coming on, or go- going on, coming up with those. But I think that all these other things are going to be beautiful buffers because every single one of them is sending beautiful energy to you to revitalize your life, to revitalize your health, to revitalize your image, to get more clear about what you're supposed to be doing in this world and how to do that in the best way, to be more clear about how you want to present yourself physically, to gain strength, to lose weight if that's what you want to do, to gain muscle, to have a better relationship with your body, to improve your self-esteem. I mean, what's not to love here, right? So we're going to get that not fun out of there and focus on this fire. So within that fire frenzy, we've got some special dates to note, okay? So we're going to go through, right from the beginning, March 1st and 2nd, Jupiter and Venus come together. I know I've made a mess here, so I'm going to get some of this out of here. But basically... Jupiter is the great benefic, the bringer of luck and optimism. Expansion. And when it gets together with Venus, it can expand money and love in a big way. So if you're trying to have a baby, oh my God. If you're not trying to have a baby, oh my God. (laughs) This is like, wow, money stuff, business stuff. And this month is still all of the planets going direct. Personal planets, the ones closest to us. Outer planets going direct. It's very unusual that this happens, and that combined with all the Aries is just like blazing forward in magical ways. Beyond magical, there are no words. I know a lot of words, but I do not know any word that can encompass the magnitude of forward motion that this month has. And it's amazing for decisions, it's amazing for launches, it's amazing for big moves, starting businesses, starting new jobs, you know, weddings, engagements parties, travel. It's just, gosh, it's monstrously fun. I'm very excited about it. I have a lot of Sag um, planets. So this, everything that's going on for you all is also going on for me from the other end here. So I am definitely celebrating with you. Now, direct planets mean forward and outward, right? And retrograde is inward and backward. So from august into january we were inward and backward starting a little bit into april we're going to get inward and backward again including a venus retrograde so this is just such a big time all right so remember that when you do something important like start a business or start a life with someone or something like that that is the birth date for that relationship or that's that project so when you start it when you've got jupiter and venus together it echoes out for all the time that you have that relationship or project. It's just really exciting. Now, everyone will get goodies from this, but those Leos who are near 11 degrees, so we'll say 6 to 16 degrees, closer to 11 degrees, the more you get even more of a kiss from this. But don't worry, nobody's being left out. This is just fine-tuning for some extra. So that's basically like August. It's more like, July 25th ish through like August 6th ish. And the closer you are to around the 1st ish, the more powerful. But no one's being left out of it. Just you all will get extra. All right. Next exciting thing. The end of the month. Mercury gets together with Jupiter. Big news. Exciting information. If you're trying to put something out that's information like a course or a book, either of these dates are amazing. It's very exciting. So again, we've got 17 to 18 degrees now this time. So that's like 12 through 22 or 23 degrees. Um, The closer to 17 or 18, the more you get the kiss. So that's like August 2nd through 12th or 13th. And the closer to like the 7th or 8th, the more you get that kiss. Then we have the Astrological New Year on the 21st. I know I'm not going in order here. I'm going in order of what I'm excited about. (laughs) So it's my order. But um, so the days are on the 21st. Astrological New Year, big, bam, open. Lots of new beginnings in this month. Besides all the Aries placements, we do have three sign changes. Mars, Saturn, and Pluto. Big time. We'll get into all that. But March 21st is one of the best days in the whole year to do a vision board. Vision board is a board where you put sayings or pictures that you want to bring into your life, whether you're redecorating your bedroom and want ideas or you're creating a garden or you want to travel or it's a relationship board or whatever you want to create more of in your life. Put this where your subconscious mind can pick it up and it can help you create it. And the universe is especially receptive to your desires at this time and even more so because of all this extra Aries. Okay, so... Now let's talk about Jupiter and Chiron coming together. This is a big deal. They're outer planets. Chiron's an asteroid. We call, astrologers tend to call everything planets, even if, you know, if you're a heavenly body or even if you're a calculation based on a heavenly body's movement, you're a planet. But in any case, Jupiter and Chiron come together in the days around 11th and 12th. You'll feel that for weeks before and after. It's a big, it's a big one. This is one of those ones that could go either way. Two, you know, Chiron is the wounded healer. You could have something big come up, but there's equal chance that whatever comes up, you can actually heal it. So if you have something that's been holding you back—a fear, you know, um, a physical issue, a mental block, an emotional pattern—those energies can really, very readily and quickly adjust. And it is important to note that even though we had a long time of retrograde and only a short time of this direct energy the things that can move forward in this time can be things that were held back for months or even years. So you can make so much progress in this short time that it can be like the years worth of progress. All right, let's talk about these um, planets changing signs now. We've got three of them. This time we'll go in order of significance and significance. I mean, how rare it is that happens. So Mars usually changes signs pretty quickly, but because it's been in retrograde, it's been in Gemini for all this time. And this hasn't actually been a bad thing for Leos because the whole time it's been making a nice 60 degree angle full of opportunities for you, but it still has created a lot of vacillation. Gemini is like, do I do this? Do I do that? Do I do this? Do I do that? So a lot of uncertainty, a lot of going back and forth. And even though Mars went direct in January, it's still in Gemini until... March 26th. So for March 26th through May 21st, it's going to go into Cancer. We'll talk about what that means in a second. But for now, let's talk about what is going to shift more certainty on those things that you were confused about. And that's coupled with all of this energy to take action. So it's perfect. The clarity and the motivation and the drive will all be there. Okay, so Mars has been moving through your house of friendships and groups and community projects and internet-based projects, um, bringing a lot of attention there. And now it's going to your your area of your subconscious and your unconscious mind. It's going to rump and bump around in there. It can be a little bit uncomfortable. It's, you know, it's like something big rustling around in the attic and you can't help but notice. Um, So that will be going on for these months from the end of March to the end of May. And it can, it can make you you know, think more. It can make you um, obsess more about things that you're thinking. Uh, And this could be a great time to break those obsessions. Everyone has an addictive mind. It's the nature of humans. And this is a chance that you have to start to shift that. If you're obsessively planning, obsessively strategizing, obsessively worrying, you know, obsessively escaping, whatever it is that you do with your mind, during this time, Mars will help you to take action on the root cause of those issues and get some strategies and some systems in place to balance that out. So that's exciting. Now, it is in a water sign, so it can be kind of emotional. and That doesn't match everything nicely that we have here, but it could add a little bit of balance, um, which could be helpful, and it could inspire you to take some rest in between all of this action and activity, which could be a really good thing. You know, lots of rest, lots of retreat, vacation, Um, even if it's just taking 20 minutes in the middle of the day to put your feet up or something or stretch. Those things actually go a long way. It doesn't sound like a lot, but when they're added together, they compound in their results. All right. So the next thing is Saturn is switching signs. Saturn has been in Aquarius. This has been opposing your sign for years. You've been feeling that. A lot of topics of responsibility, pressure being put on relationships. Many of you might have formed very long-term relationships during this time, these recent years, where Saturn has been testing your, your previous relationships, bringing in new ones and testing those. So that Saturn story is going to shift. And when Saturn changes signs and changes houses, it brings gifts. Oh, that's like a little rhyme. (laughs) That was good. Anyway, so Saturn got distracted there a little bit. So Saturn has been testing everything for you in your relationship space. It's been grounding in everything having to do with how you relate to other people. It's been putting pressure on yourself to balance things in your relationship space. Now that that's gone, you're very likely to get a gift in your relationship. If you have been. Suffering in your relationship, Saturn gift can be a solution. If you have been trying to have a baby, Saturn gift can be the baby. If you've had conflicts with your partnership and it's, you know, irreconcilable, the separation could be the gift. There's a gift coming for your relationship space and it's going to be very exciting and you'll know what it is when it comes in. And sometimes there's even multiple gifts. I've seen Saturn bring multiple gifts. So Look out for those. And so Saturn will be in Pisces for about three years from 2023 to sometime in 2026. And it moves in officially on March 8th. All right. So now just as soon as Saturn is done with that whole thing, the opposing, the seventh house, all of this. Oh, I didn't talk about where it's going. Let's just do that really quick. Okay. Saturn going into the eighth house is now establishing your deeper relationships that include financial connections and more deep, intimate connections. So it's like taking the storyline of the seventh house and going deeper into the eighth house. There may be some hardships, challenges, or opportunities with credit, debt, taxes, and this could be a good time to get those things all worked out. You also could get loans that you need for something, or you could pay off loans. Remember Saturn wants discipline. So anything that you're doing consistently with discipline that involves hard work over a long period of time, that's going to, Saturn will be happy with that. This also could have to do with estate planning. You know, Anything having to do with managing wealth, inheritances, um, and other people's money. Okay, so now Pluto's changing signs. This is an epic, crazy time, right? Let's talk about this. March 24th, Pluto in Aquarius. It's going to go back and forth between the late degrees of cap into Aquarius from 2023 to the end of 2024. Then it will go into Aquarius and stay there for 20 years from 2024 to 2044. But for all intents and purposes, everything Pluto and Aquarius tight like is happening now at the same time, even while it's dancing back and forth. And we've already seen some of it. You know, we've seen a lot of changes over the last couple of years, and Pluto being at the end of Cap and the beginning of Aquarius are foreshadowing more changes to come. And I could talk a lot about what that would bring like crazy technological advancements and, you know, radical changes to communities. This is all happening for a long time. But specifically for you all, your relationship space is focused on again. So hopefully you like relationships because you're going to be focusing on them very deeply for a long time. Pluto brings birth, death, transformation, rebirth, the Phoenix rising from the ashes, and all of that's going to your seventh house. So I talked about Saturn possibly bringing the gift of a baby. Well, Pluto can match that. You know, there are multiple levels here of new births in the family that could have meaning for you, whether they're your own or not. And there's also the topic of death. We don't like to talk about this topic, but I'm not going to sugarcoat this. The energy of death being brought to the relationship house can bring death to the relationship house. Whether it's the endings of things like a figurative death or whether it's people Transitioning, so my best advice and what I would always say when I would do a reading and I saw this is I would tell people just make sure you're you're right with everybody in your life as best as you can be and work extra hard. just imagine yourself fast forwarded if, if people in your life were to pass away I guess it will all happen for us all at some point right imagine that, and if that were to happen today or tomorrow, would you be straight with that person? Would you not have regrets of what you could have said or done or fixed? So this is a beautiful time when kind of living with this over your shoulder, where if you just do everything to help yourself not have, I mean, you're not doing it just to help yourself not have regret in the future, but you just want to live within your relationships in a way that you're right with everything and really be as accountable as possible and make efforts that if you may not have a chance again in the future to make that effort, that you might wish you did make those efforts because either those efforts will transform the relationship, which is the plutonian keynote. And then you'll enjoy those relationships more for the whole rest of your lives, you and the person, or if the person transitions, then you will have, You will have made the extra effort. Okay, so a lot, a lot of energy. But plus side of this is that you'll have your own nuclear power plant of power to invest in relationships, and you may also receive that back. So if you're a person whose work centers around relationships with others, clients, customers, you can completely transform and supercharge all of your um, personal relationships You can also notice, and this happened with Saturn too, but it's really supercharged with this, Faded relationships are going to be coming in like crazy. And this is for all of you. I mean, those of you who are early in the sign, like the first few days, you know, like July 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 25th, 26th, like all of you will be going through, um, this sooner and for longer than everyone else because of this crazy retrograde. But in the whole, that's from the Placidus house perspective, from the whole house perspective, all Leos are going to feel this. So it's a very, very, very powerful time. And then it opposes your first house. So you really have a lot of power to put into what you are doing and how you are and who you are, which, you know, that's the kind of power money can't buy. So if you're looking, looking for that This will also make you more magnetic, you know, pulling people in and people will be more interested in the things you have to say. And, um, you can be more convincing if you're in sales. And so the big, the big thing here is to just try to use it wisely. You know, there's a tremendous amount of power that comes here. Um, and just try to do your best to use it wisely and not in the ways that maybe other people have used it against you. All right. So overall, this is, probably my favorite month of the whole year, um, being a fire sign. There's so much going on. This ninth house has all this going on. So, you know, different countries, different cultures, different languages, teaching, learning, perfect education for you, you being a teacher teaching people, um, international travel, there's a massive amount of opportunity. Um, you Know in the time not just this month, in the time leading up to this, and the time after this time is really supercharged. All right, so definitely go to anniehelpsyou.com if you like these dates that I give you of when to um, do important things and what how you might be affected. Sign up for my free email, email newsletter at anniehelpsyou.com. I only send out a few mailings a month, and they're all chock full of things I've created to help you make the most of the story possibilities. And if you want to have exclusive um, and some early content, go to AnnieBastrology.com. Annie, the letter B, astrology.com. All these links are in the notes underneath the video or podcast. And you can access my retrograde calendar for all of 2023 if you want to see the picture, because we do have Venus retrograde coming. You know, um, if you have to plan things for the rest of the year, you might want to know when those windows are going to be for the rest of the year. If you can't quite fit certain things into this window, plus my Jupiter through the sign series, um, DIY stuff for how to work um, with your birth chart. There's lots of stuff there. If you want to be a professional astrologer, that is my domain. I can help you and teach you how to make your practice work. Teach you how to ki- give a kick butt reading every time, how to narrow down all of the crazy things that you could talk about into what will help the person most. So go to beastropro.com, b e astropro.com to see my becoming a professional astrologer mastery course, and even if you just want it for your own self-development and helping your friends and family and don't want to make money, I can teach you how to do that if you want some free courses on abundance and wellness, and plus you can see my, um, I have some other courses there. Go to loomlife.com. That's my school, L-U-M-E life.com. That's Luminous Life Multiversity. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.